Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and standing next to me, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, guys. Hear Mowgli's voice today? As you can hear, my voice is a little bit hoarse. But if Nikola Jokic has anything to say about it, I think he would like it. He'd approve. He'd approve. He'd ride you. <laughs> <laughs> he rode the Lakers. Oh, too soon. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yes, we have so much to talk about. We got the NBA champions to discuss. We got the NBA draft that just happened. Uh, generational talent. We say it every year. And then we got some serious shakeups in the league, Malv. So without further ado, I think we should get into it, yeah? Let's do it. First order of business. The NBA champions for the 2022-2023 NBA season, the Denver Nuggets. Led by Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, I just wanted to go ahead and briefly break down their regular season. 53-29 and regular season. That was good for number one in the West. A couple regular season stats right now. Points per game, Nikola Jokic, 24.5. He also led them in rebounding and assists. Basically a triple-double. KCP. Champion, Champion, congratulations on him. You saw him go hard once in the again, break. Yes, once again. Once again. Uh, one and a half steals per game. Aaron Gordon, almost one block per game. Uh, let's talk about the playoffs. Because that's where they really shined. 16-4 and four overall. That's good enough for an 80% win percentage. 4-1 against the Timberwolves. 4-2 against the Suns. 4-0 against the Lakers. Don't say it. 4-1 against the Heat. It was a dynamic run for these two, right? Uh, I don't know. I loved it. As a Lakers fan, you guys know I hated that we couldn't even get one win in. But, hey, I always say, like, you got to get beat and swept by the champs. You know, like, that's the con, you know. That happened. That happened twice already in our in our history. The longest win streaks for the Nuggets this season. Uh, winning streak, nine games. Losing streak, four. Now, before we get it a little further, we're going to have to go back to the bubble. Because like the previous episodes, we were comparing this to the 2020 bubble season. Mm-hmm. Um, how they've matured, how they've grown, and they've accomplished their goal. Others stepping up as well. KCP, we mentioned, Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. And then when they had Christian Christian Brown, Brown, (laughs) when Christian Brown went off, I was just like, dang. It's done. I I don't know if the Heat have an answer for this because he was just like the secret weapon right there, huh? Everybody I felt was that. You know, like you said, everybody had their turn. And, well, to be honest, it was because the Joker and Jamal, like, they set the tone each game. Michael Porter went off. Aaron Gordon had some games. Uh, the others, DeAndre Jordan. Oh, I totally forgot. Yes, yeah, he was there. The Former Laker Thomas Bryant. He ended the season oh, pretty good, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah so uh, he, he won his championship. Reggie Jackson as well. Don't forget, yeah, he was on that Smith. squad. Yeah. Uh, Ish Smith. Denver's dynamic duo. Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic. Uh, are they the best in Shaq and Kobe? 16 and 1. That's all I'll say. <laughs> 16 and 1. They're wild. Did they dude. go 16 and 1? Almost went 16 and 0. We let AI have a game. We were being lazy, okay? I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh each time he says this, okay? No, he but the thing fine. is, I'll give them this. I'll give the Nuggets this. Like, they, like, you know, every generation sees what the old generation did beforehand. And I feel like the Joker and Jamal saw that they were all both like locked in together. Because to, to be honest, it just felt like both of them were leading. You know, even though the Joker hit more of the triple doubles, but it was like Jamal's hitting fucking like 30 plus points here and there. You he's, know, he's, like <clears throat> their two man game is insane. I like the way that Jamal Murray was just 
playing with his pivot foot and his shot selection and the angles, and then Nikola Jokic able to see the floor, uh, th- those shots. When he needed to take them, because there are times when he didn't even take the shots. He was looking for the assist, you know, and I think that's where the difference between, like, the Shaq and Kobe era, because I remember Shaq even saying, is like, the only thing he would beat me in is assists. The Joker can stretch the floor. Uh, you don't want Shaq going out there because he needs to protect the paint. Um, but yeah, even if you had Orlando Shaq, Slim Shaq, who ran a lot too, you know, who even ran the front. Yeah, uh, it'd be crazy. In an alternate universe, we'll get that matchup, right, Mal? Be nice. That'd be really cool. Uh, let's talk about their parade because it. <laughs> it went right. wild. It was... De- Denver's active, boop, right? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> From the speeches to riding in the tanks to everything, hey. I love this. Congratulations to the Joker, too, because he was able to get the uh, horse racing, uh, and he got a nice standing ovation. I love what Serbia was doing for them. Did you see? No, I didn't see that. They plastered him on a building. They were congratulating him. Oh, Congratulations nice. to I Denver, the champion. Mike I, Malone? I, what, what's wrong with this? I, we got a what, tattoo. Who has, the, hey, who has the worst voice, Mike Malone or me? Obviously him. Yeah, he went hard, huh? <laughs> Can they repeat? We'll see. Maybe. I love the parade so much, I make sure we're going to repeat, okay? <laughs> this that is f-ing awesome. <laughs> Congratulations to Denver. Moving on to the next order of business. The NBA draft. With the first pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Mr. Wembenyama, Mr. Victor Wembenyama, Mr. Wembenyama, Mr. Victor Wembenyama, Mr. Wembenyama, Mr. Victor Wembenyama, Mr. Mr. Wembenyama, Mr. Victor Wembenyama. From one great European player to another potential great European player, the San Antonio Spurs draft the French phenom, Mr. Victor Wembenyama. Malv, did the Spurs mess this one up or no? No. Come on now. Popovich is staying another five more years. Yeah, he yeah, threw this he out of to. nowhere. He has to. Uh, Victor Wembanyama officially listed at seven three and a half, according to this Bleach Report update I just got. Uh, he's considered a generational talent, massive potential to dominate on the basketball court. He's been compared to Kareem. He's got. You saw the picture: Tim Duncan, David yeah, Robinson. And, uh, yeah, that was and uh, Man, Manu. Manu. Um, Manu. Yes. Ginobili. Manu. Yeah. Manu. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I was, I was hearing like uh, Gilbert Arenas talk as well, and I was agreeing with him. Like, and I think everybody agrees. Like, that's a perfect like. I think Sean Elliott was in that picture too. That was class like '90s Spurs, huh? Yeah. Um, but like with this, it's just like you're you're seeing the Spurs again show its organization. It's like, well, we're bringing all the legends, so you know, like if you got any questions. These guys are the ones to ask, and they'll teach you, you know? Yeah, for real, dude. Um, from finals MVP to regular season MVP to the number one overall draft pick, basketball is definitely having an international moment. And I can even add that a step further, Malv. Uh, I'm going to add Jamal Murray into that as far as their one-two punch right there. Don't forget, oh, Murray's Canadian. I always forget that. So um, That's in America's. Could this potentially be the greatest one, two European. Mm, technical. Yes, inter- technically, technically. International. Yeah, yeah right? So Ooh, they're on the radar. That. Keep yeah. their head down. Let's see the work they can do. But but they have potential to do that. Uh, and then to add on to that, the Spurs themselves are quite an international organization. Oh, yeah. Tim Duncan, the Virgin Islands, Manu Ginobili, Argentina. Oh, Frick Tony Parker Tony as Marco, well, of course. Yeah, yeah Boris Diaw and everyone. Just, yeah, they're always just, drafting European yeah. players. I remember Nando DiCola was another French player, right? I just um, know they're from, Pat, yeah, like you. Patty Mills, he's Australian. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely feels like it's uh, 
it's the right move. Let's see what happens. DeJounte Murray, do you remember? Yeah. He was like, man, you need a big. They're going to wait forever to get one. And then now oh. we have this. So Adam didn't want uh, Greg to leave. That's why he's like, yo, I'll get you the first draft. Just stay. Oh, right. Just stay. We need stability in this league. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't forget about the other matchup too, Mal. I think they're in the same division. Chet Holmgren. Mm, whenever he comes versus back. Victor, yes, yes. <laughs> versus Slick Vic. The lanky, the lankiest lank versus the lankier lank. Yes. yes. So uh, that's well, the future of basketball right there. Let's see what battles. Yeah. Let's move on to the number two overall draft pick. Woo. The Charlotte Hornets. The finals bound Hornets. Oh, yeah. They got <laughs> Scoot Henderson, huh? No. no. Oh, my God. They got what? Brandon Miller. Oh, oh, don't worry. He's almost like Paul George. It's good. <laughs> What do you make of him? What do you make of Brandon? I am, Let's go, Brandon. I guess so good. That's so good. I guess like I was with everybody else. I thought they were still just going to go take Scoot anyways for being two, you know? So Scoot the boot. They booted him to three. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. I've, I've been reading a lot of things that a lot of people are saying that LaMelo's busted now. So that's why they wanted to bring Brandon Miller in and uh, try to revamp the Hornets now that Michael's not the... Uh, yeah, yeah, he's stepping down. Yeah. So, so the Charlotte Hornets are definitely in a transitional period. Malv, I'm always mentioning Brandon Ingram oh, yeah, going back is. to the Hornets. Uh, this is the Brandon Miller version. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot of potential. He's from Alabama, right? Miller? I think he is. He was from Alabama. Miller is 6'9". He can play small forward or shooting guard. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Moving on to the number three pick. The Portland Trailblazers drafting Scoot Henderson for number three. What'd you think of his outfit? I liked it. Hey, he's no, uh, what's that fool's Grady name? Dick? Dorothy? Yes. Dorothy? <laughs> Dorothy, my boy, That's Dorothy. That's fire right there. He's <laughs> well, killing it there, that, yeah. yeah. Nothing beats that. That To me, it goes LeBron's white suit, and now uh, this fool's uh, ruby red slipper suit. Like, no place like home. It's so good. <laughs> uh, going back to Scoot, though, he had a nice little gritty after he was drafted. He's wearing double zero because zero is taken. Uh, that's what he said. That's or a now. quote. Yes. We'll see about that. <laughs> it's Dame Watch, bro. Don't lie. Everybody yeah. knows this. We're all on this. This is this is one of the superstars and now, like, same franchise to watch. Like, again, they picked Scoot, who a lot of people thought were, was going to go second. And then a lot of people are comparing this fool to Russell Westbrook, Ja, and Derrick Rose, you know, which is freaking key. And, like, you would want a player like that, I feel, with Damian, but who's already in their prime, you know? And, again, we love Dame's loyalty, but I think everybody's just, like, fool. Straight up, tell the Blazers, like, are y'all going to get me something? Or are you are you got this fool to trade for someone better, you know, or what? Because, like, I need to know. Like, and I, I think need that- to know. <laughs> Joe, I want to know. I'm yeah. sorry. That's what it <laughs> it's is. It's so funny, though, because I heard that song <laughs> yeah. in the morning when I was uh, working. It's so random. Yeah. But, like, it's just like that, bro. I think I don't think he would get any haters at all to when if he was like, yo. I'm, if he wants to leave. If he wants to leave, yeah. I think everyone feels the same way. They did have a meeting. Uh, according to these Draymond. reports. Oh, <laughs> another, yes, he's another one. Uh, but they want to keep him. Dame wants to stay too. You got all these Miami little uh, clues. Mm, I see that, yeah. Um, but there's something to consider uh, for Scoot Henderson. He is a G League Ignite player. Also, the G League Ignite had four players drafted into the league, so that's not too bad. Yeah, he was in there for two years, I'm, I'm reading right here. Yeah. So. So, you would think he's more developed. Exactly. Yeah. So that was my point right there. You think he's a bit more refined. Um, maybe they try it out for a little. But I think Dame wants somebody who's playoff tried already. You know, at least, you know, like, you would rather have somebody who goes there and knows about it and loses than somebody who's never been there. You know never what I mean? in the league. Yeah, he's still you know considered I mean? a rookie. Yeah. So that, I get you. I get you. Uh, we'll see what Dame does. Congratulations to the top three picks. Other draft standouts, we got the Thompson Twins. Thompson Twins. Yes. 
16 Candles, the end credits right there. Oh, good. Uh, what are their names? Amen and Ara? Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with Amen because I can pronounce that. So yes. let's go Rockets and uh, all their newcomers the last three seasons. They got some nice stuff. Um, we'll other, see. Yeah. So I like that. The Lakers also had the couple picks. Number oh, yeah. 17, number and 40. 40. That's yes. Nice. Uh, we're going to call him Fino because failure is not an option. I like it. I yes, like yes. it. Yes, yes. So, yes, Jalen Hood Shafino, also known as Fino, he was the number 17 pick. And for the 40th pick, the Lakers draft Maxwell Lewis. We also have Max Christie on the roster. Other standouts to you, Malv. Best fits? Grady? Already, that's it. Yes. Well, there's no more. What do you think of Wemby, though? I like, I like the green. It I like the chain. Me, yeah. The green was, was cool. nice. I think it popped off with the green. If he had, I was telling you, if he had those Leon professional shades. Yeah, it'd look be, a little harder. Yeah, it'd be like Morpheus, kind of. Yeah, so, so, I would like that. But I, I did like his chain because it was reminding yeah. me of that Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, pyramid. Oh, the, no, 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 I got you. I got you. you. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I can't even, like, time no, to nobody. Nobody beats Grady, though, fool. He's he's going to be the top for, like, 15 years, yeah. I would say. Like, Grady cemented himself as With probably, that MC Hammer fit and that Dorothy color. Like, it, it popped, bro. It he popped. is going to the Toronto Raptors, right? Get his rookie card. I'm trying, I want to. I want it, and it better be in the suit, all shiny and stuff. Sick. All right, moving on to the next order of business. Some serious shakeups across the league, Malv. I'm just going to go ahead and list them, and then we can break them down a bit more, okay? So right now, as of this recording, Bradley Beal to the Suns, Chris Stapps Porzingis to Boston, Marcus Smart to Memphis, Chris Paul to Golden State. What? Jordan Poole to Washington, John Collins traded to the Jazz, Am I missing anyone? Anything right now? Breaking news. Hey, folks. Just another quick trade I wanted to discuss. Uh, no big deal. Just Damian Lillard being traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. What? Yes, you heard that correct. Damian Lillard and I are joining forces. It began during the All-Star game when I selected him first. Uh, since then, we have only grown closer, and hopefully we can bring another championship to the city of Milwaukee. My second, he's first. Very exciting times. I can't believe it. Uh, thank you to Drew. Thank you to all the other Bucks who are no longer here, uh, but this is an exciting time for us. Wow! Woj breaking the internet, tweeting out that the Portland Trailblazers traded guard Dame Lillard as part of a three-team deal with Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, a couple of 2029 unprotected Milwaukee picks. Uh, Phoenix, they get Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. So this trade directly impacts the Pacific Division and puts Milwaukee as the title favorites to win the upcoming 2023 NBA championship. Wow, they were able to keep Chris Middleton. They still got Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, and I think Pat Connaughton. Scary starting five right there. We'll see which other teams in the Eastern Conference can challenge the Bucks. As for Portland, they get Drew Holiday and DeAndre Ayton. A couple of notifications I've gotten on Bleach Report are saying that Drew Holiday is likely to be traded. We'll see where he falls. But yeah, this is major news. Major news. Congratulations for Dame finally getting a good opportunity. Let's hope everyone can stay healthy. Uh, as for when Milwaukee and Portland play each other in the regular season, two dates. The first one. November 26th, Portland at Milwaukee. And the second, January 31st, 2024, that's going to be Milwaukee at Portland. Go ahead and catch that game when it comes on. Uh, wow. Crazy stuff. Take a minute to digest it. 
Back to Malvin Mowgli. <clears throat> wow, my voice feels so much better, Malv. Okay, well, moving on to the next order of business. We're talking about international play. The world got the best of the United States. Our next order of business is the 2023 FIBA World Cup recap. And Germany, Dennis Schroeder, wunderbar. They win the gold medal. Dennis Schroeder's named the tournament MVP. Serbia places second without Nikola Jokic. Canada places third. That was against the USA. The USA does not medal in this. What? How do you want to handle this? Fire Kerr. Fire, <laughs> fire Steve Kerr. He's out of here. He's out of here, huh? Oh, uh, what a disappointment. I think, uh, I, to be honest, guys, I barely watched this. I watched the highlights, but even before this, the traction was like, I think we have this. We had like a solid, solid uh, perspective going in, but during the tournament, like, ooh, you started seeing how unprepared like we kind of were, right? It started against Lithuania. USA lost that game 110 to 104. And then Germany, the eventual champions, took down Team USA 113 to 111. And then it was Canada delivering the final blow. Shea Gilgis Alexander and Dylan Brooks, though, I think they're going to have a nice season upcoming. Well, hopefully for Shea, I like, really think so. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, Him and OKC coming through. Definitely. He, he could be an MVP candidate for sure. Um, but yes, Canada. Congratulations, number three. Serbia, no joker, number two. Dennis, gold medal, number one. Congratulations. Uh, I think he's playing for the Toronto Raptors this upcoming season, so hopefully these players can learn from this. Just take on that energy, you know, into the season. As for Team USA, are the Avengers going to have to assemble, Malv? Yes, and we've already seen inklings of it. Call them up. Curry, KD, LeBron, let's do it up. Jason Tatum, Devin Booker in that mix as well. Uh, rounding out that. You need bigs, though. It, it, that's what it is. I nah, think we need superstars, bro. Come on now. It shows you this whole time. Team, Every time we lose like this, we're going to come back nasty watch. Like, the next FIBA tournament, too. Like, the Olympics. The Olympics. Well, the Olympics, but we got to still qualify, right? Like, I think so, they qualified. They, so, did they qualify? These yeah. are qualified still? We can't lose this way. Basketball is Canadian, so congratulations on them. Uh, but still, Team mm -hmm. USA is kind of the gold standard. Yeah. Yes, the team is young. But uh, that, that's still no excuse. Um, yeah, like you said, where are the big men? I, and then I was trying to think. I don't know who I really want as a big man in there. Hopefully they can get some bigs. I'm seeing Bam Adebayo. We'll see what happens. Wunderbar to Dennis. Wunderbar to Germany. Deutschland. Let's move on to the next order of business. It's time for the Dub NBA. <laughs> WNBA, the playoffs. Malv, take it away. There we go. There we go. You know me. I'm here for the WNBA update. Uh, we're talking about the semifinals now. So four teams are left. That would be Las Vegas Aces versus the Dallas Wings. And for our East Coast, it would be the New York Liberty versus the Connecticut Suns. So for this year, 2023 Kia WNBA Defensive Player of the Year, it is no other than Las Vegas Aces Asia Wilson. Back-to-back. Back-to-back. Again, like I said, the Aces are number one right now. I know a lot of people were speculating that she probably hit the MVP, but she didn't quite get it. But come on now. She is also the first player in WNBA history with 30-plus points in three straight playoff games. They are my pick to take it all the way. Currently, they are leading the Dallas Wings 2-0. The New York Liberty and the Connecticut Sun are tied 1-1. 
Who's the coach of the year this year? Coach of the year this year is from Connecticut, number three, and that is Stephanie White. All right. And for MVP? From the New York Liberty. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> She's getting her second MVP, and that is Brianna Stewart. You say you got uh, the Aces, last year's winner. Honestly, I think the Liberty... I think the Liberty and Stewart, they got this this year, you know. She becomes the eighth player in NBA history to win the award multiple times. But it also includes Candace Parker and Asia Wilson, who she plays, you know. so Yeah. Hopefully we can get that New York Liberty and Las Vegas Aces finals matchup. That's going to be fire. Shout out to Brianna Stewart, the 2023 MVP. Her basketball resume is off the charts already. Two-time MVP, two-time WNBA champion, two-time WNBA Finals MVP, five-time All-Star, the Rookie of the Year, and a four-time NCAA champion. That's a baller. Definition of a baller. Congratulations. Oh, another shout-out I wanted to give to Sabrina Ionescu for (laughs) destroying it for the WNBA three-point contest. 37 points. That's actually a WNBA and NBA record. So uh, she holds that until next season. Let's see who can... Dethrone her, but yeah. Side note on that. Everybody check out her shoes. Like, she has some dope shoes. Brianna Stewart also has some shoes. They're pretty nice, but I would say uh, the one girl who I can't pronounce, do the Mowgli, what's her name? Ionescu? There you go. <laughs> her shoes are pretty sick, guys. You guys should check it out. Like, support them. Congrats, ladies. Let's move on to the next order of business, the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries Malv, I think the major one before the season really starts is Lonzo Ball. Uh, it looks like he is not going to be making an appearance during the 2023-2024 season. His knee is still acting up. He came out in August revealing that he will miss the entire 2023-2024 season. Dude, that's brutal. Best of luck. Unfortunate for Lonzo, and another unfortunate injury is going to be the Pac-12 for college football, uh, you know me. I love the Pacific Division, but uh, it looks like it's now the Pac-2, USC, UCLA. Uh, all the big programs are merging to the Big Ten. Damn. Malv, we always talk about the Pacific Division in basketball. Uh, I felt the same way in college football, so it does hurt to see that happen. But um, they're still the Pac-2. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And that's kind of it for the injuries Let's move on to the next order of business, Pacific Division talk. Let's start with the Warriors, yeah? Passing on Dwight Howard, signing Rodney Magruder, and Rudy Gay. So they got two RGs on their roster. Your thoughts? You know me. I'm a big Dwight fan. I'd say give him another shot. I think he would have done well. Dwight Howard would have been a solid piece, but they chose to go in a different direction. We'll see what happens there. Also, Seeing this athletic report, the Warriors are finalizing an agreement to bring a WNBA team to the Bay Area. Very cool. Not bad. Let's see how that plays out. Moving on to the next team, the Phoenix Suns. DeAndre Ayton has been traded away. In comes Yusuf Nurkic. He's 6'11". He's from Bosnia. They still got Kevin Durant. They got Devin Booker. Bradley Beal's right there. What are your thoughts? This should be nice basketball. Let's see how 
I'm getting like some of that, uh, some that 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 Tony ball coming in my head for some reason. I feel they're going to be able to run this ball pretty quick if they wanted to. All right. The next team in the Pacific Division, the Sacramento Kings. Hey, guess what? They just signed Javale McGee. That's a pretty decent signing, actually. Yeah, that fool's played for like every California team, huh? Uh, the Clippers, I think. Right, that's the last yeah. one. Did he play for this? Yeah, he did play for the Suns. Yeah, the Clippers are the final one for the California Bingo. Yeah, fool, and the Suns are in Arizona, not California. Oh yes, my bad, idiot, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> the Pacific Division Bingo. Yes, yes, I'm ignorant. Oh my bad, my bad. We're both ignorant today. Okay. Uh, yes, it's been a while since we recorded this. No, nah, the Kings. I guess, like, yeah, adding Javale, like they need a a center, veteran. A veteran is what they really need after we saw them last season, right? Like. He's familiar with Mike Brown as well. He was with the Warriors when he was there. So uh, that's a good signing for the Clippers. They're moving out of the Staples Center slash Crypto.com arena. Uh, but their new home is in Inglewood, the city of champions. Moving into the Intuit Dome right there next to SoFi and the Forum. Construction is expected to be completed in 2024. So not much longer. Uh, I'm excited. Definitely going to catch some games there. Steve Ballmer, love his energy. I think their new stadium is going to be very cool. Uh, excited to check it out. And for the final Pacific Division team and the final segment, Lakers talk. It's been a while, Malv. It's been a while. We got some new Lakers. Let's go ahead and welcome them. We got Cam Reddish, Jackson Hayes, Gabe Vincent, and Christian Wood. How do you feel the Lakers did during the offseason? I'm very interested to see how this is going to work. I do like the pickup of Cam Reddish, and I want to see what that could blossom into, you know. But getting other key players like, uh, you know, extending Vanderbilt, I told you guys last season I thought was very well, even during the playoffs, like just getting that defense, and he just seemed like he had that emotion. I, like, Re I as well. Re, yeah. yeah, Re too. Uh, Austin Reeves. and um, He has a new shoe as well. And uh, I think uh, speaking of shoes, <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> Lemon Daddy. Have you yeah. seen those? You seen those billboards yeah. too, yeah. all around LA. So yeah, Austin Reeves is doing good. Um, he was also on Team USA during the FIBA run. So I hope he can, you know, take a next step. I think Gabe Vincent is like a random solid pickup too that I want to see Hope work with the Lakers because, like, I always feel with the Lakers and like offseason moves, like they get interesting pieces. I just don't know sometimes if the Lakers know how those pieces will work into their system, you know, or with their star players. But I know you got a real hard on for Jackson Hayes, right? I actually do like Jackson Hayes, uh, Christian Wood as well. You got some backup bigs for Anthony Davis. You can play a big, big lineup with Jackson and AD or Christian Wood and AD, and you can also stretch the floor because Christian Wood can, can hit those shots. Uh, there's a lot of creativity. The main thing is health and how they can gel, but, uh, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, we've got one thing this year. What? Jeannie Bush just got off the, the free agency market. She got married, bro. Congratulations, Jeannie Bus. Yes, she did. Moore. <laughs> she got married to Jay Moore. I saw those pictures. Looks like fun in Malibu. Yes, yes. Mazel tov. Congratulations to Jeannie. Congratulations to Jay. Hopefully we can get more winning, more championships, more happiness. I've got one piece of bad Laker news, though. The series winning time on HBO has been officially canceled after season two. I heard about that, Malv. That hurts my heart. I know there's a lot of fan support behind it. And the way it ended uh, with the, the Lakers losing to the Celtics is not how the story ends right. for Showtime. Uh, there's a lot more to be 
to be explored, to be seen, to be filmed. Uh, hopefully, we can be a part of that in some way. Um, but yes, I don't think this is going to be the last time the Lakers uh, are going to have a TV show. Remember Legacy? I think Jeannie Buss and Mindy Kaling were in collaboration, some sort of project right there too. So um, all is not lost, Laker fans. Have faith. Just like this upcoming season, uh, we're poised for a good run. Let's bring that optimism into this episode. Let's bring that optimism into training camp. And I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Actually, this off-season's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing. Follow us on social media, will ya? At Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. Malv, final thoughts. Let's go Liberty. Come on, Brianna Stewart. Just answer my phone calls. <laughs> October's just around the corner and we got Spooktober as well. <laughs> Be on the lookout for all that stuff. We're excited. Tis the season. And one more thing, Malv. Shout out to the WGA for voting to end their writer strike which lasted for 146 days, just five days short of becoming the longest strike in their guild's history. As a proud member of the Screen Actors Guild, we're still on strike. One day longer, one day stronger. Strength and solidarity. We'll see you next episode.